Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Lorianne, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode here with us, another show, another podcast, whatever you call it. I'm Bailey, one of your co-hosts, and I'm here with my other co-host, Lorianne, my mom. Mm-hmm. And we were inspired by personal experience for this specific podcast. The events topic. of the last 48 hours. Yeah, have been wild. Even like the last, I feel like maybe, well, on and off month. Yeah, it's been just kind of lots of energy floating around. Lots of, um, lots of people seem very triggered to me, very easily triggered. Um, I've seen things that I have, I've never seen people act the way they're acting right now, like just driving or in stores or like even at the gym, like if you're talking too loud or something, people are like, get irritated. (laughs) It's been really, really? yeah, it's been really, really interesting. And so I'm just staying in my own lane, doing my own thing up until the last 48 hours. And so we've been packing, getting ready to go to Sayulita. And excited about our our New Year's re, um, retreat in Sayulita. And so I, I went online to check in on Southwest. And anybody you who already is know. already tapped in, you know what happened. My flight, uh, my flight was canceled. Bailey's flight was canceled. We were canceled. And I've never had that happen. And I was like, there must be a mistake. So I, I did it again. <laughs> and sure enough, it said, you know, contact um, Southwest. And they said, you can, you know, actually change it here on the app and get your next flight available. Well, because I have companion flights with Bailey, it wasn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it on the app. I had to talk to somebody. So after repeatedly trying to get through, it was just busy the whole time. I think like, was it 70,000 flights were canceled? There was some unheard of number. Oh, really? I didn't know. I haven't seen the numbers. I've just been seeing a lot of it online lately. Yeah. This whole, whole, honestly, Christmas season. I know that the the airport and flight situation, there's been, yeah, there's been a lot of cancellations, delays, chaos. Oh, my gosh. I I do go on TikTok. um, (laughs) And... Oh my God, it was, I had to get off of it because it was so draining because I would say probably 75% of the videos that were popping up on my feed were of that from the airport and people freaking out. Somebody was destroying the, the ticket counter for, um, what was it? I think it it was Southwest. I think it was for American Airlines. Then this one, Spirit was, there was a bunch of videos from Spirit, South, yeah, just There's a lot of chaotic energy going on right now. And sorry, not did I cut you off? No, I just wanted to continue. You did not cut me off. That was all very, very true. So I will now continue. Onward. Onward. And so, so, so 
I could not get through and I had a bunch of appointments scheduled yesterday because I was we were supposed to be there by now like right now we are we are in the Sacramento area in bed again doing the podcast and we were supposed to be in Sayulita so so anyhow so I was running around trying to get all these things done yesterday I had a ton of appointments I had scheduled all of my clients for Friday so I had 10 life coaching clients for Friday when we were in Sayulita so I figured we'd have today we'd have tomorrow and then we would, then Friday I would work with my clients and then I would um, have Saturday to get everything dialed in Bailey and I could you know, gather up the golf carts that we're going to have at the retreat and, you know, check in with the chef and get all of our swag and just have everything, all the fine, fine tuning that we do before a retreat. So I could not. So when that happened, I could not get through to Southwest, no matter it was busy. And I've never had a busy tone. I've heard, you know, you have to wait or have them call you back. So I got in my car and I drove to the airport, people. I did. I drove I drove to the airport because I was like, we have to get to Sayulita. We have to because we have people counting on us. And um, so anyhow, I drove there and, and the counter lady, her name was Jordan. She was wonderful, super calming, such a sweetheart. I noticed on her wrist, she had on six bracelets and they were like hope and love and I was like oh my gosh my kind of person because the counter person to the right her I think her name was Agnes she was not very nice so I was really 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 grateful that I had Jordan and she was a love and explained everything to me and walked me through it and and said you know you're not going to be able to get there all the flights are booked what can we do to help you? And so she walked me through that. She gave me all the things I needed to do to contact Southwest. In the meantime, before all of that happened, when I saw all the flights booking up very quickly, I got online and I booked ours. And it was, needless to say, very, very expensive. And for Bailey and I to fly there. And, but we needed to get there. So I was just... And after all that happened yesterday, and then just all of the overwhelm of trying to reschedule clients, trying to get everything ready for the retreat, trying to help my husband with some things. We wanted to take Christmas down so it wasn't up for the whole time that we were gone. Just a lot of, a lot of things going on and a lot of probably a hundred text messages yesterday, if not more, and which I'm not complaining about because I love my clients, but it was it was just like the straw that broke the camel's back when I had to reschedule everybody. It was, I don't know. It was just, I just kind of went over the edge a little bit. So, um, so Bailey asked me, she goes, I've been feeling, you know, kind of funky too. And she asked me, well, what did you do to get back to yourself? Because today I'm feeling much, 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 much better. Thank God. Thank, thank you, God. Thank you, angels. Thank you, guides. Thank you, ancestors. Everybody who corralled the wagons yesterday around me to help me calm down because I seriously don't get like that. And I was, I was not myself yesterday. And I did have some coaching clients and I'm really good about putting things in a box and putting things to the side when I'm helping other people. And then when I was done with my coaching, 
I went right back into it. Like, oh my gosh, I have so much. And so my husband last night, he said, you have to stop. He, he took my phone from me. He said, whoever's texting you, whatever's going on, whoever's emailing you, messaging you on Messenger, through Instagram, all the places, you can just do it tomorrow. And so I went to bed. And it was a relief to go to bed. So we're going to share some ideas here about what we do when we get into overwhelm because I did some very specific things today to get me back in my body. And um, Bailey, you're going to go first. Hmm. Yeah. You want to share what happened to you and why you've been... That was my experience yesterday. Bailey didn't even know all this was going on because she was off doing other things. And um, and I was going through all of this. So Yeah, yeah. And I've had like some, you know, things in my personal life be going on um over the past month and and yeah mindset we were talking about it today in the car too it's like mindset's so important and and we were also talking about the fact that what I've been noticing within the interactions that I have throughout the day or with clients or within classes you know we talk to a lot of people lots lots of people and Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you guys something. If you are going through a hard time or if it's been a little bit challenging lately, you are not alone. We were saying in the car on before we did this podcast about an hour ago that people are having a hard time coping with life right now. And, and you know, there could be so many different reasons for why that is. And I also think that I think during the holidays, like alcohol is something that is so normalized um and and I'm not saying that alcohol like you know glass of wine or you know going out and having happy hour with some girlfriends but it's normalized in a way that it's when you're having a negative emotion you you numb it out through alcohol and that's just such a normal thing to do um or to overdo it especially during the holiday seasons because though the holiday seasons is such a festive and joyous time it also can be you know, there's a lot of expectations that come with it or that it needs to be this jolly time or, um, you know, like you kind of start comparing yourself or maybe for financial reasons, you, you don't, you want to be able to provide gifts, but you're struggling. I mean, there's so much that goes want on. Want everybody to be happy. Yeah. And they're not just, happy. Yeah. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes. And yeah, I just think that we all need to understand that, I think all of us are kind of feeling a little bit heavy right now. It's in the collective. It's in the, it's in within the world, and and to know that that's okay, you know. I I was watching this other breathwork girl, and she was doing a, a leading a me- meditation, and she's like, "What is your truth right now? Like, how are you? Like, how are you feeling? And know whatever that truth is that it's it's not permanent." But to be able to kind of sit it with it instead of distract yourself and bypass it, but to be able to be like, oh, you know what, this chapter, this season of my life, these past couple of days have been challenging. And to know that that's not forever. And so I think that's one of the first things that I do is I check in with myself and I'm like, okay, you're having a hard time right now. And you've been here before and you know that it gets better. And so just having that mindset and and then I go into, okay, so how can I best nurture myself? Not like a quick fix, but 
what will I know that's like something so simple that I can go and do and makes me feel at least 5% better? You know, so maybe it's going and getting a sweaty workout in. I always feel better after a sweaty workout or a hot yoga class or movement, um, getting away from my phone, bubble baths, skincare, <laughs> tea, hot tea. I love hot. That hot tea makes me like cupping it, not just like the taste, but the whole ritual is so comforting. Um, so I kind of like check in with myself and then I, I look for simple ways that I can make myself feel at least five percent better maybe like for my mom yesterday it was her being able to check off things on her to-do list because she was getting overwhelmed with all the things that were so piling up you know Mm -hmm. so just taking we also have this thing where we say what's the first step step one step one let's just focus on step one right now then we'll work on step two then we'll get to step three and then before when you kind of break it down like that um it's very doable and by the end of it you feel so much lighter so yeah that was kind of a huge packaged. I know I'm going to unpack that a little bit because those were there were so many good so much so many good tools in there. The first thing that you said to me, and you actually said it to me today because we were talking about you know the last 48 hours, and you said, um, you said remember to remember that this is not forever, that it's just today, that you can feel completely different tomorrow. That to me made me feel better. That was like, oh, it's not forever. And I think what happens when we're in overwhelm, we think we get stuck and we look like deer in the headlights and we're just, we feel like, oh my gosh, how is, how am I going to move through this? So the first thing is the saying to yourself, this is not forever. And I probably will feel completely different even by tomorrow, which I did. So that was a really, and then the other thing that you said that I thought was really um, powerful is you said to to go break it down into easy, manageable steps. Because we were doing that, where we first started doing this, I think was when we were on our way to Grisa, when we were on our way to Spain and and, and Greece, we, we were like, it was so, the flight situation was pretty challenging and we had so much luggage and customs and a lot of things going on. <laughs> so we just making flights, making our connections. So we would go, okay, step one, how many steps is it going to take for us to get there? And we figured out it was six steps. So we go, okay, step one's over. And we would be able to feel good about knowing that we completed step one. And then we went to step two and it built our confidence in, in the fact that we were actually going to arrive, which we did in Barcelona, which was so amazing. And we learned so much on that. So I really love the step one, step two. I love all of that. And then the third thing that you said was you said TLC, like really focusing on things that that nurture you. Like we talk about, you know, making a, a list of 10 a bag of tricks. I call it a bag of tricks to keep you bouillant. What are your 10 things that are going to bring you joy? What are 10 things that are going to lift your spirits? And you said one, you said the ritual of cupping the tea, Mm -hmm. like the whole, not even Mm -hmm. the tea itself, but just Mm -hmm. the ritual of the hot mug between your hands and how it's calming and soothing to you. So I, I loved all of that. That was, that was powerful. And also then the fourth thing that you said, is that you said (laughs) no it's good it was just it was a lot and I want them to be able to write it all down 
the fourth thing that you said was just a good sweaty workout to just shift your chemistry, shift your mindset, shift your your dopamine, get a dopamine hit, get the endorphins rolling, get your body out of stuckness and into movement. And then you think clearer actually when you're, when you, after you get a workout, you're just sort of like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm crystal clear, you know? Mm. So that was good. It also like the sweaty workout and moving myself through a hard workout reminds me of how strong I am Mm -hmm. and it it empowers me. And, you know, my mom hasn't said this yet, but it's kind of, and she, I'll, I'll, uh, preface it, (laughs) but she says, she said to herself this morning when she was starting the day and and going to shift her energy and I was in a bad, I was in a bad spot still this morning. And so I had to do something to shift it. Yeah. And she said, I got this. You know? It was that simple, and it was so powerful. Yeah, yeah. So it was, you know, I think that that comes, like, with the sweaty workout. It's like, okay, if I can do that, and if I can, you know, move through that and feel so much, you know, do something for myself that is hard, but get to the other side, it shows you that you do you do got this. And it is a hard time right now, and it may be a little bit, challenging than normal but you can do hard things Mm -hmm. it's kind of like when you pulled over when you were having a hard time if you haven't listened to this podcast is in one of our podcasts when she pulled over and she looked herself bailey looked herself in the mirror and said i'm your best friend and i'm here for you and you got this and you and you know every once in a while like i needed to hear that from myself because i was really i'm telling you i was having a moment yesterday i haven't had i can't remember the last time that i had one of those moments where i was like just so overwhelmed and feeling almost so overwhelmed that i was just like i just i just need need help. I need somebody to help me. I need somebody to throw me a rope. And I haven't felt like that in a long time. So when I woke up this morning and I remembered who I was, I remembered who I was when I said I got this. I remembered. I remembered. You're right. You've had, you've been in tough situations and this is just, and it's not like, it's not like this was tough, the toughest of situations. It was the perfect storm. It was like, all of the all rewiring everybody's schedule it was you know it was all of the things that go went along with all of the things that i had to do that i had perfectly planned (laughs) to get done and it wasn't going to happen and they all needed to be done there was there wasn't anything that i could offload or put on the back burner and so so when i caught myself and i looked myself in the eye and i said i got this it shifted thing, things for me. And then there were three things that I said to myself. So the first one was I got this and I said it like I mean it. Like even even if you don't think you mean it, your, your subconscious doesn't know that. So talk to yourself like how you want to feel. But when I said it, I've said it so often that I believed it. And then I went out and got things done and planned things so that I knew I knew it would get done. The second thing that we always say to all of you and we always say to each other is everything always works out and it does it always works out so realizing that i was like okay then what am i stressing about like this is everything always works out 
And then the third thing that I said to myself was, just do it. And it's, I know that sounds like a Nike commercial, but I was like, just do it. Just get up, get moving, get all the things that you start your day. I mean, it was like 5 a.m. And I was, I was up and moving and getting stuff done. And by the end of today, I can't even tell you all the things that fell into place. And, and we cold plunged today. That's another thing that I want to add to the list is that cold plunging shifts you. Mm-hmm. I love cold plunging. At first, I was like, oh, my God, what are we doing in here? But it always is like we've been doing it. I've been doing it on and off for since we've been back from Costa Rica. But my mom's been um, consistent with it for how many days in a row? 13. Yeah. And, you know, it's, again, the thing why we love. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, why we, why I think we love like endurance training and hill running hills and and like cold hot, plunging, cold plunging, hot yoga, lifting. We like all of these really. Um, I don't want to say taxing, but just you know, hard things, hard things, mentally challenging things. Because yes, of course, it makes us feel strong and like on the outer appearance but mainly for me it's my internal mm-hmm. world that shifts from it and my mindset that I carry throughout my work workouts and throughout cold plunging and all the other things I take that resilience into my everyday life mm-hmm. so when challenging times like this do pop up my mind has been so trained within my workouts to push through the resistance that I can do it in my everyday life and not saying you don't have moments of being like where you, you're like, ah, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't know if I can make it to the other end. Like, I really just want to stop and I want to give up. And it's okay to take that pause. But then you get back on the horse. You get back into your workout. You mm-hmm. stay the extra three minutes in your, um, like we always say it with the, with the cold plunging, the first three minutes are the worst. And the first 30 seconds, there's been so many times where I'm like, I'm going to get out. I just don't want to do it today. I'm going to get out. And then you you don't let those thoughts overtake your mind. And you just say, okay, I'm going to just stay five seconds longer. I'm going to just stay until at least a minute. And then once you get past that one point, you're like, oh. And then it's like coasting. And I feel like that's how it is with everyday life too. It's like you'll hit these peaks of moments where you're, you know, like anybody's journey. We all have hard days. But it's about how you handle those peaks. And how you allow yourself to maybe fall apart or or face plant, as my mom would say. Mm-hmm. But then you get up and you dust yourself off and you you begin again. And you figure out a more constructive and gentler way to move forward within the stickier times. Mm-hmm. I love that analogy about doing hard things. And it is, that is the biggest part of it is that when you do hard things it builds your confidence in yourself and it builds the belief in you that you can do hard things and that you know life isn't always going to be rosy you know stuff is going to happen and and um people aren't going to act like you want them to act situations aren't going to turn out sometimes like you want them to but it i feel like all of that always happens for a reason and i haven't said this yet to bailey either and i was thinking about it 
um, today and I was like, I was wondering if I did get on that plane, what if something happened? I mean, what if, what if angels are out there really just watching out for us? And the reason why we didn't get on the plane is because something could have happened. And I believe that the work that we're doing is raising the vibration of the planet because we're helping people and then they're raising the vibration of the planet. So every time somebody leaves a retreat, there are little lights all out there across the world. And so I just love the idea that maybe we were being protected. Mm -hmm. That could be too. Yeah, no. And that's the thing is you never, we never really know. We never know, but we can just... We can try to become present and we could try to become, I think another point that I really wanted to add in was, you know, you can focus on all the things you can. Okay. There's perspectives. You can focus on all the things in your life right now that are not going right. Or maybe that you had planned differently, or you can focus on all the things that are going right. You know, there, there's most of the time always going to be something right that we're, we were going to wish was a little bit different but think about all the other things in your life right now that are going right and it, and that always kind of shifts it for me it's a it's a way to go into gratitude and gratitude is so powerful and I think whenever I really need to shift my mind I have to put pen to paper I have to like uh, brain dump or ran- go on a gratitude rampage fill up uh, commit to filling up one page of gratitudes, big and small, and that makes such a shift too. You start focusing on different things. So it's like pulling out all your tools when you really need it, because I'm going to tell you guys, like, and I've seen this happen so many times, especially when I was working in the bar industry, um, people really let hard times take them out mm-hmm. and completely mm-hmm. shift their life into a different direction. And and I'm just saying that we get the choice to to choose differently, you know. Don't let it take you out. Don't just let it maybe take you out for a second, yes, but don't let it keep you down. Mm-hmm. A really a, such a great point because I've actually had a couple of my clients now who are talking about, you know, try testing out not drinking. You talked about it. Like it, the worst thing you want to do is do things that may sabotage you when you're in when you're in a funk when you have a bad mindset and you don't want to make it harder to pull yourself out by having too many cocktails or eating too much sugar because sugar is also a depressant or being around people who energetically you know they're going to pull you in a bad direction or have a lower vibration so you just want to really find be kind to yourself when you're in that position and Read things that pick you up, lift you up, write things down that you know are going to help you like doing the gratitude rampage like Bailey was saying, going, watching a funny movie, laughter actually shifts you as well. And you know, if all else fails before you do anything that you go, gosh, I'm really wanting to go back to a bad habit because of the fact that I'm just having such a hard day, just go to bed, go to bed, get a good night's sleep. And, you know, honestly, it's a cliche, but everything really does look different in the morning. I'm telling you, you get a good night's sleep and you feel refreshed or at least you're waking up on a different day. Maybe you didn't have a good night's sleep and you get to start over. And I love the idea of having a fresh day to start over. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I do love that. And I think that also what's really important, too, 
um, is to be okay with the harder emotions. Let yourself feel bad emotions sometimes because really when we're afraid of feeling those emotions or wanting to run away from them, normally that's when we start self-sabotaging. We're like anything to distract me from feeling how I'm feeling right now. But if you get comfortable with being able to to not always feel the happiest or not always feel content and to know that that's part of the human experience and that emotions pass through us like water, then you tend to not go towards those self-sabotaging habits that that where you, you know, at the end of it or you wake up the next day, you, you do have to dig yourself a little bit more up and out of the hole. So allowing yourself to feel the emotions and then giving yourself the nurturing things that make you feel 5% better and getting a good night's sleep mm-hmm. and reminding that you got this. Mm-hmm. And then one last thing that really helps me as well is that I think that if you have one person in this world who really sees you, hears you, loves you, has your best interest at heart, is unconditional, as as you can be as a human being, you know, on this earth. So I, I feel like I'm pretty blessed because I have my three kids, which who would have ever thought that that your children would be some of your best friends, but that's very true. And then I have my husband who he's just always, he knew I was having a hard time and he's been really super sweet today, like doing lots of things to, to just help me and make me feel better. But also just, I have a good friend who I can always, we went over, Bailey and I dropped something off at her house today for Christmas and just to be around her sweet spirit and her kind heart and just know how much she loves me made me feel better. That made me feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Such, so nice. Yeah. I even felt better in there. <laughs> I know. I wanted to stay in there for a little while longer. And too. I think those <laughs> moments just kind of re- get you back to what really matters and just mm-hmm. simple things. And so, yeah, again, I think the focusing on what can make you feel at least 5% better Maybe it's a big glass of water with electrolytes that makes me feel mm-hmm. 5% better. Mm-hmm. Or going over to your friend's house. And then I did have a, another client that I was talking to yesterday. And she was feeling, having a really hard time. She had lost her mom this time last year at Christmas. And so she did not want to go for a walk. She just didn't. She said, I just want to just sit here. And I said, well, what if you just go out and get outside, it's sunny outside today, go outside and just walk around the block. And if you, you used to love to walk so much, you'd walk every day for, you know, an hour and a half. So she ended up walking and I said, and she, she was out there for about 35 minutes and she texted me afterwards and she said, you know, I, I really do feel better. I really notice that I feel, and I go, how much better do you feel? She goes, I feel about 15% better. And I said, she goes, I may even go for a walk again this afternoon. And I said that those things really, you sitting in that feeling is just going to make it expand and get bigger. So those, those were some of the things that really have helped me feel so much better. Yeah. So I feel like that was a lot of little nuggets. We know that right now within the collective there's a lot of harder emotions going on so just to remember to be kind to one another and to not take things personally really and to know that you know you're not alone and 
things will get better. Everything always works out. Everything always works out. And you got this. You're amazing. You are amazing. (laughs) So we will talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode and actually grabbed a pen and paper and wrote some of your favorites down. And give us some feedback. Let us know how you're doing. Talk to you guys next week. Next week. Yeah, sending you all the love on your journey. All the love. Bye.